When he opens his eyes again, it's morning. He's rising from the trough of darkness, not yet a body, but only a point of sensation. His whole being is concentrated around the pressure of a woman's hand on his forehead. The curtains are looped back and the room is steeped in the muddy light of day. A moth hurls itself at the window, thumping against the pane with muffled beats. Mother. Not mother. Kate. What's the time? It's past ten. I've let you sleep, says Kate. You were calling out in the night, but you must get up now. She hands him a glass filled with something clouded. Here, drink this. What is it? Cider and a drop of brandy. Make yourself decent, will you? Mr. Hannah's waiting. He barely has time to work his legs into his trousers when Hannah arrives at the door with six black-suited men, partly shielded by a coffin lid. The men are rough and large-boned, the sort who would have been better suited to speeding a plough. He hasn't had dealings with Hannah's firm before. Old Mr. Woods buried his mother eight years ago, and Kate settled everything then, too. It was Henry who informed the registrar. But he was present at her dying. He was there to hear his mother's last breath as it flicked away into silence. In death, her face was furious. Her hair, which she usually wore pinned, stood up in a huff. He stared at the array of medicine bottles on the bedside table with their Latin labels, balsams and tinctures and opiates, as if these useless things could yet contain some important truth. Removed. Her dissatisfactions, her fiery glint, her songs, also removed, swallowed by that silence. The world had just been stripped from him. All his sinews had been snapped. Beneath his exhaustion and regret, he felt a savage sense of liberty, miserable relief that there was nothing more to be done or feared or hoped, that he was free to go or stay. This feeling has never quite left him. Now he stands there, only partly dressed, his head swimming with cider, He's aware that the bed is unmade and begins to fidget with the coverlet. I'm sorry, he says. I haven't had a chance to straighten up. James Hannah himself looks unpromising. He's carrying a small hinged box and has a nose that runs to the side as if it might once have been broken. <laughs>